Up and up she climbed. Not long ago, she had heroically scaled an elevator shaft using nothing but her determination and a sword. But now, Claire was exhausted just climbing the staircases of this towering building. She couldn't help but think of how it reminded her of Harp City. But she also realized it might have been a better idea to keep the building standing upright. Every so often, Claire had to take a break. And when she did, she would exit the stairwell, find a window, and just stare out into the world. For some reason, this city made Clear feel sad. It was, visually speaking, very impressive. The buildings were very tall. The lights were very bright. There was a lot to be impressed by. And yet, the city seemed sad. Like a lot of pain happened here. A lot about this world felt familiar. Wormwood was pretty sad too, Claire thought. The former martyr started to process what it meant to live in a world built atop all of these dead lands. Pieces of them existed in Wormwood. She could see that now. But what if all they got from these old worlds was their mistakes? One, Bramwell can never be healed again. Period. His body rejects magic. It just won't work. Christ. Two, my maximum HP goes down to 10. Uh, Yeah, I definitely think it can never be healed. It's much more interesting. The other one is just like, okay, yeah, too much. (laughs) You're going to die. Now, when you say can never be healed again, do you mean including uh, hit dice for rest or just can't be healed magically? Uh, I like to... I like the foot because I assume we're going to end an arc at some point here before we actually do it. So I like the idea that Bramwell goes into the final arc knowing he de- he can't gain more health than what he goes in with. So I think like, you know, extended rest idea of, you know, you regain all your hit points is OK, but but magic just doesn't seem to work on him anymore. Okay, now uh, an important clarification, which is as you're all gathered here on the ground, just defeating this really dangerous foe uh, engineered to kill people like you, uh, the icy vines you feel on your body uh, do like uh, basically reach their maximum coldness and maximum uh, magical strength. And you feel them like not not painfully, just like reassuringly squeeze you, like hug you. Um, as Clear's magic reaches across the country to embolden you and fill you with determination, uh, and then they, the the feeling dissipates. The magic has has worked its its way inside you, and you all feel determined. In fact, all of you have banked a level for your next level up because that's what Chris and I decided Clear's oh, conduit yes. does. Oh. 
which is when you make determined actions, you gain additional levels. Now, you don't gain it now. You will on the next level up. Can you remind us that when that time comes? Absolutely. That's going to be next episode. Okay. Um, oh, question. Uh, so to specifically, what's what what's occurring now while Vindras is trying to heal uh, Bramwell? Do we know at this moment that that has not worked? Is that immediately apparent? I think this is the last one because there's a little bit more to this arc and then that'll be it. I think like you're healing, you're healing, and then it stops. Like the wings of the moth unfurl. And if you have to try again, you just cannot get it to come back for him. So basically, Bramwell gets that 25 HP to finish this arc. And then after that, when you all level up, he'll be back to full. But then for the rest of the campaign, he cannot be healed anymore. Uh, but when you do level up, you're going to get two levels. And actually, if you're more determined between then and now, maybe even a third level. So this is really the time to put in the elbow grease. We just fucking killed that thing with a bitch, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Feeling very confident. <laughs> so last time we left this adventure, uh, the party had des- decided on their course of action for the end of this campaign, which is you will sneak aboard Wolfram Castle from the Colosseum, the only place that the God King ever reliably uh, docks his castle. Otherwise, it's very hard to pin down his moving fortress or to even get near it without getting killed. So the plan is actually really sound. Uh, You left your non-flying companions behind, young, uh, Dwayne, Stuart, preposterous. Uh, and now just Zur, Staples, and Amy are with you on this last leg of your long journey. Uh, Bramwell can no longer be healed. I have Bradley and Sandra, correct? Up to you. I, actually, you said you left Bradley, but I don't <laughs> feel like that's necessary. Yeah, because they're both smallish. Mm. Okay, cool. I have them both. Nobody can at me about it. <laughs> so we, we we go back and we edit the I will remember you sad montage. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just Stuart but now. And Sloth Green, because apparently he's Dwayne's now. I like the idea that every once in a while we cut away to uh, Stuart the porcupine and preposterous the moose and they're just doing rave shit. They're oh, just shit. doing hot they're just doing hot girl shit constantly. <laughs> they're rebellious teen years. We rejoin the party now as they exit the glass forest. Um, the All the shark horses made it, but Bramble is in a pretty rough shape. Um, so as, you, as you're as you exiting, you're making your way across the salt flats. It's at a much more subdued pace than you thought maybe you were going to make this last journey. <laughs> like, like you know, I was going to say sprinting, but what is it called when horses do it? Galloping. Galloping. <laughs> what is it called when horses do it? <laughs> horse, horse running. Horse running. <laughs> Cantering is the other thing, but it's, yeah. Anyway, so this is a much more relaxed pace because Bramble is still in some pain and the horse horse is scared. Uh, so as you're making your way across the flats, um, do you do anything or t- uh, say anything before we go to the next place? Because uh, you have a little bit of time to breathe here. I think Amy catches up. Uh, Zur and Staples are here as well. So, uh, Amy, how you feeling? Uh, feeling better? Because you were just like sitting in the fire mooping for a while. Then we had to fight a giant thing. and uh, So I hadn't checked in with you since then. Uh, well, yeah, I couldn't actually feel the fire because of my 
non-body having stuff. Yeah. But I've been thinking about what you said about not being like my father. And that hurt. And we don't really know each other well enough for you to be saying things like that to me. But I, you know, thanks, I guess. I mean, like, we know each other well enough, I feel like, right? We're cool. You got to hold the sloth. <gasps> I should have taken a bumble sloth. She, like, looks back to the forest and is like, I, I can't actually hold them. That's okay. You know what we're going to do? First thing we do when we get your body back, we're going to go on a bumble sloth vacation. I love animals so much. Then, dog, we should hang out. Like, when you have a body, we're not all going to get murdered. What are, um, your, what are your favorite animals? It's very hard. Moose. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've never seen one. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it, like, in drawings and stuff. But I've heard that there's, like, a small version of Stuart. It may be a, a, a horse egg. I don't know. Apparently, it's like a tiny little guy with a lot of spikes, like Stuart. And like, I like smaller versions of other animals. I like bigger versions and smaller. It's fun. Um, so one day I'll find one. Yeah, but as queen, I think I'm gonna need a very queenly, like you know, something to put on the coat of arms. My father had all these chimeras made or whatever, but that's his thing. I need to find my own thing. Well, are you? wild idea but maybe rather than choose something based on its like scariness choose you know choose an animal you'd want to have as like a a friend and companion you know well if if you have any animals you can recommend anything powerful and uh, loyal and brave if you give me the number um what is a number I don't know. That's just kind of an idiom that survived since ancient times. I believe etymologists say that the source has been lost. Well, okay. You know, if if our thinking, because I feel like you're going to be kind of stubborn about this and wanting it to still be, like, fearsome. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they're like, did you see the Weagle? <laughs> um, did she see the Weagle? No, I don't think she did. It's a, it's like, it's a, fuck. Blue, a blue, it was, it's like a big flying whale guy. Um, so it's big and intimidating, but they're actually like, you know, they're really, they're really affectionate. They care. Uh-huh. And animals have their own personalities, so you gotta, you know, respect their deals. Okay, so between, I think, the two animals we you've introduced this season that Amy could use as her coat of arms and, like, a distinct animal for herself, uh, you had the cat dragon and the buigle to pick from, and you decided the buigle was more Amy? I could have sworn you were going to go cat dragon. No, because she needs something to balance out her sassiness. And the buigle's more mellow. All right, now I like this. For thank you, Lauren, for the contribution of You're a- welcome. Amy deciding to get into weagles in a big way. <laughs> in the way that you are into hedgehogs and I'm into ferrets, that's going to be her thing. Well, that's so cute. I love it. Uh, thanks for going back for me out there. Well, I'm. I mean, I wasn't much good anywhere else, and you've been a valuable friend. I hate to see you left behind. Uh, I've left many friends behind over these years, I think. Uh, I left everyone behind. Um, 
and I don't miss them. So <laughs> <laughs> you're Damn. perhaps better off without them, then. Yeah, but we aren't better off without you. So. Aww. Ah. The sentimentality is touching, but unnecessary. We all know you're the star of the show here. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody says they saw this coming when Corton was introduced, you're a fucking liar. (laughs) Nothing has ever been more unpredictable in a work of fiction. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm... I'm just a weird guy with four arms at this point, and, <laughs> and I'm it's not wrong. I'm good with that. I think if we just uh, set right what we set out to do here, I uh, I think we're all good. You have the luxury of a long future ahead of you, though. Pray tell, do you have an idea what you plan to do when this is all done? I haven't the foggiest. (laughs) Good! You shouldn't! You should just go until something comes to you. Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) voice. Hey, we're all gonna get laid! (laughs) (laughs) Go go until you you find, until you get lost and find where you're going. It's how I found you. It's not a bad strategy. Oh, I didn't know she was in this conversation. (laughs) It works either way. Vindros can canter up on her horse and join her. Oh, yeah. You're just saying that yeah. so you can know her horse words and be impressive. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren, for calling me out in front of my friends. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I didn't, I don't, we're not friends. I don't know why you're throwing that around. <laughs> I, I told you. you I, I said, did the letter not get to you from my lawyer about that? I was talking about the audience, Chris. Mm. Now who's owned? Shit, I guess it's me. Don't boo me, I'm right. <laughs> I'm not owned. I'm not owned. No, I, I like this. Avindros uh, yep. kind of uh, cl- clip clops up next to Vereen and says that very sweet thing. Yep. And it's and it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me, if I'm if I'm honest. And hopefully, if you'll have me, we'll figure out what I'm doing next together. I, I like to think at this point Brambo will pick up the pace so he can leave the two of them to that conversation. Um v- Vindras looks for like half a second and just gives the biggest hug. Mm. On that sweet note, uh the party sees something uh, up ahead. Uh the only structure you've seen since leaving the glass forest uh to the west. Uh a familiar one. It is Wormwood Library. Oh, well, that's like the first place we went to when we found there was a map and we learned about all the stuff. Yep, you know I have to give you one more chance to destroy this beautiful library. <laughs> As per serious tradition. Oh yeah, we do need to, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with, with Bramwell's injuries, I think everyone thinks this is probably a good time to rest. Uh, hit dice if you need it. Uh, maybe take take a little look around. Uh, does anybody want to roll anything? Can I roll perception as a lookout? Uh, I would love that. Twenty four. With a twenty four, uh, you easily see the thing there is to see here, which is a brilliant blue and green feather sitting on the salt. 
Oh, God fucking damn it. <laughs> this fucking cop. <sighs> All right. Who is it? It's fucking the Duke. It's big, stupid Duke. The big, dumb Duke. Oh, what a little bitch. <laughs> All right. So the party knows that Duke Pendergrass is inside the library. But- fucking George R. R. Martin sits up at night trying to think of characters as fucking unlikable <laughs> and hateable as the fucking Duke, and he's never going to do it. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That means You're a lot, welcome. bud. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> uh, but that's it. You don't see any like horses. There's no skiffs. Um, it just seems like, I mean, he can fly. So what do you do? Um, so I guess if we're going to go in there, I would like to be like fully, fully cocked, Bo. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Dude, fully cocked, Austin. Fully that's how cocked. I like to enter every library. I've been kicked out of a couple. <laughs> for coming in fully cocked. I was. That's not even a joke. I know. Why do you why do you always violate our public spaces, Austin? Why couldn't you have done that at Target? I've outgrown it. <laughs> did Did you say that he's flying? I mean, I'm just saying he can fly. That's how he got here. Yeah, he yeah. can. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. Can somebody mm. kick in the door? Somebody bigger than me? Yes. Yes. I want to kick in the door. <laughs> Bramwell kicks in the door, um, and you just hear inside. Uh, oh no. <laughs> What's up, Duke, you big nerd? <laughs> um, <laughs> you saunter into the library, uh, and you see Duke Pendergrass, who is a, a human-looking person, even though you know they're a Nephilim, half-angel, half-demon. Uh, the only real hint of that visually is their beautiful peacock wings. Uh, their demonic claws are hidden inside gardener's gloves. But uh, you, you see say, he's- oh no again? I'm sorry. What? Can you please say oh no in his voice again? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know why that's the funniest thing I've heard today. <laughs> you see, he's looking at a big book, uh, and then you kick the oh door. Oh my god. It, you kick the door, and he drops it, and uh, kind of, uh, get, he doesn't like immediately assume like a, a combat stance that's like too aggressive for him, but he like looks uh, like he might be ready to run oh. until he sees who you are. <laughs> hey, bitch! <laughs> Oh, it is, yes, uh, Mrs. Beans. It is wonderful to see you again. How is my elemental phrase book? It's great. It's come very handy, and I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get it back, but it's committed to memory. Oh, curious practicar? Shut up. You do not practice phrases? I don't practice shit. Uh, je, je ne comprends pas le français. Tu parles l'anglais, s'il vous plaît? <laughs> no hablo français. <laughs> uh, ah, tu parles espagnol. Si, hablo espagnol. <laughs> y- si, uh, cuatro años. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, well, oh, it's, uh, so, last you left me... I was looking after Claire and Amy, and then apparently Amy was planning insurrection. This was against deals I had made with God King, so it got bad. I tried to take her into custody. She kidnapped sister and escape. Uh, at this point, you notice Amy is, did not come into the library with the rest of you, by the way. Uh, she, she should. Come call him out, girl. <laughs> she's hiding uh, outside. <laughs> oh, can, give me just a second. Oh God, Lola! Please don't make me talk to my NPC. Hey, uh, hey, Amy! If you want, if you want to give the Duke some shit, he's in here. I, I really don't. 
Okay, I'll do it for you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the Duke finishes explaining. He says, uh, the moles throws up. Uh, the deacon and I were extracted. Uh, he has been redeployed to the front line, but I made a compromise where I am not allowed to interfere with uh, rebellion, but uh, moles will not be put back into slavery once they are defeated. I have a question off the top. Where's Clea? Uh, her sister, uh, she take her. I w- well, so actually it was Clear who put me into unconsciousness. If I recall correctly, it is kind of a blur. But um, also, how- yes, she is Clear now. You, kn- you already know this? I've heard word. Through the grapevine. Well, I, I suppose I owe you an apology. Sir Bramwell, I know you are close with her. I hope she is okay, but I do not believe Amy will hurt her. Uh, I would like to punch the Duke in the face. Do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. like, I don't, I'm not trying to like roll and like knock him out. I just want like uh, in a way of like the you fucked up son kind of way. He needs it. He deserves it. This is a, a, a role play punch, not a combat punch. Yeah. Uh, because your skin is half off and he is a demon. So I don't know how... <laughs> That, mm-hmm. But that's the thing, he takes it. Like, he could easily just be like, all right, demon mode, I take my gloves off, my talons rend your flesh, whatever. But he just takes the punch like a person and just kind of staggers back and says, yes, I I probably deserve this. I have I have failed. I, I am sorry. I'm going to crack my knuckles and then walk to the back of the room. Uh, he, You do that, he says... Uh, so, I I am not allowed to interfere with what is going on, but I, f- looking at you, you are injured very badly. I take it you have thrown in with rebels, yes? Can we have a family meeting? Vereen cracks the knuckles on his top set of hands and the knuckles on his bottom set of hands and then goes and stands next to Brad <laughs> while crosses both sets of arms. <laughs> Comprendo. <laughs> he steps back. <laughs> Alright, so are we all are we all here? We all huddled? Mm-hmm. Do we do we think do we think we should like use him? Or like is he too much of a bitch? Like <laughs> I don't know. He he's very powerful, but he's also He'll sell us out in a second to save his skin. Exactly. So it's like, uh oh, we can't trust yeah. him. The the fewer people we have who will flip on a dime, the better. Okay, cool. We're on the same page. Like we 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 we're doing a big 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 old treason. We really don't want anyone who we have even the slightest suspicion might just sell us out. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, uh, we tell him nothing. Oh my, there's so many skeletons in the floor here. Wild. Yeah, we already know. We've been here before. We found them first. Get out of here. Okay, that just told him something. Uh, never I lied. I was lying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. Sometimes they're skeletons, you know? It's just one of those lessons in life. All right, so it's totally cool not to trust him with anything, but I assume you could still get information from him, so. So, do you know who's returned with the God King to his castle, then? 
Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, the conclave was sent out to stop rebellion. Uh, Friar sent to Harp City. I heard he has been killed. Abbott was sent. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Abbott was sent to Absinthia. Uh, he has uh, did not find any rebellion and has returned. Uh, Deacon went to Gorefields with myself. We were extracted. Um, he has been redeployed to the lines. I do not know where. Uh, you. <clears throat> this is an Austin aside. You just killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, uh, "Vicar, she is uh, always in castle. She does not leave God King's side." Ooh. Who's uh, who's the vicar again? Who's that? She is God King's personal bodyguard. She is a married, a water genie. Oh. Uh, they they say she, her defense is impenetrable. No assassin has ever gotten close. Oh, cool. Have I ever met uh, the vicar? Uh, so, because of your history and because of your background thing where you can know stuff, I think it's uh, totally fine if you have. Do you, do you want to uh, roll history or do you want to just say it's your background feature where you can just talk about her? Yeah, let's just talk about her. I, I like to think that Bramwell's got a little bit of know-how about the, the, big, the big dog. <laughs> the big dog. The big dog, Roman Reigns. <laughs> the vicar is a, is a merit, a water genie. Uh, she is the probably the strongest of the conclave. Uh, she's always left at the castle, specifically to bodyguard the god king. Um, I will she's say- She's the dragon. Huh? She's the dragon. Oh, in the TV trope sense. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, people say that he likes her best because uh, as a water genasi, she's the only genie who shares any elemental affinity with the god king because salt is negative in water. So they have that in common. I'd say there's probably a per- persistent court rumor uh, that she's like his romantic partner as well. They fucking. Yeah. They fucking. So, yeah, because he, he basically stopped uh, taking wives after... Uh, Frida. <laughs> so that's basically what he's been doing in that department. If you're interested, uh, I don't think we were. Thanks. Yeah, but so you've killed the friar and the deacon, and the weird thing is the abbot thinks you're on his side because of those <laughs> For, yeah. preposterous roles uh, in Absinthia. So the vicar is the only major threat besides the god king himself. Wow, we are really close to the end, huh? Yeah. Um. But I think the last thing the Duke says on the subject is, uh, so yes, the, the deacon and I were extracted from the gore fields when the moles took it over. Uh, so I was in Castle recently, and uh, he holds up the book he's reading, and he's like, I am researching some things I saw there. It is quite a place. You have been, Bramwell. Of course I've been to the castle. Yes, uh, how, how extensively have you explored it? Because it has entire bottom part. The skiff that rides on salt, and then it has the castle on top. It is very large, two distinct areas, very, very complicated. I believe I was on a tour once, as Bramwell is clearly trying to pretend like he still remembers everything, but he does definitely does not. There's probably like half the castle, I assume he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's, like, f- it's like the dude who goes to work. Is given a tour on the first day, and then is asked, like, so you know where everything is? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah I just went on the tour. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah that, and the, Relatable. that and the fact that Bramble is, has established uh, a bad memory in his his age. So it's, yeah, he needs some refreshers here. Uh, but the Duke basically tells you that um, the, the castle is an interesting place. It's complicated. It has distinct areas. It has a 
has an interesting population. There's the upper class genasi who live there, like, you know, the way nobles live in castles historically. And then there's like slaves uh, who work in menial jobs there. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And the, the Duke says, my concern is if rebels take castle uh, there is said to be a fail-safe device that will destroy castle and take everyone with it, which would be very tragic for the workers there. We should utilize, I'm going to say this away from the Duke, we should, we should try to, like, utilize, you know, the people. Plus, you know, if we tell them, hey, you're about to get blown up, maybe that'll make them a little more willing to help us. It's like, hey, hey. They were going to blow you up in a failsafe. Help us. Well, I'm like, I don't know. It's not like we even have to go to everybody, right? I, I don't know how. I know you got fancy brain magic. I don't know how it do. I mean, I can just, I can try and just send the, you know, the little push alert to everyone. <laughs> well, not, oh man, but then it go to. Hey, Duke, what else do you know about the architecture of the castle? <laughs> Tell me every detail. I'm fascinated. Um, yeah, so I actually, I think he can basically give you all advantage if you want to roll history um, to kind of put this, this thing together here. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> oh, no shit. I have 21. Uh, 18. Uh, 13. Yep, 21 and 18 succeed. Uh, so I think, um, you know, Bramwell provides the basic uh, explanation of where he's been. I think uh, Vereen, uh, you know, uh, has been in the, pal- the palaces of some noble women before, <laughs> has been in the abodes and, you know, adds flourishes like, oh, I think a, se- a secret passage would be here. I think I would put, you know, the servants' quarters here, um, et cetera. And the Duke helps expand on it. So you basically get a working um, kind of little map here. Uh, this is the the library is where maps come from. <laughs> um, it really is. Yeah. Uh, so ba- I want to give you that. I don't know. Um, so I guess one of you add you know castle map to inventory. But basically, the the final dungeon of this campaign. There aren't many in the in Dice Funk, but this is kind of a dungeon. Uh, it's almost like Castlevania esque in that it's it's a complicated layout to get to this throne room, um, and there there's some there's some secrets. Um, there's some things to take into consideration, uh, but the biggest one though is this failsafe. And I think Duke Pendergrass says, as you're like drawing this map, he says, "I have heard that they keep it at the bottom of castle. Have any of you ever heard of plutonium? Is that no? Is that like some kind of dog? <laughs> it is apparently elemental of some kind. I hear workers talk of it. The the slaves, the cooks in the castle kitchen, they, they tell me I was getting late night snack. Uh, they tell me that they must feed this thing, but they have to be very careful because upsetting it or scratching it uh, releases lethal poison. It's invisible poison of some kind. It is extremely, extremely deadly. Uh, and also, uh, apparently, I I do not understand. I've been researching that if God King is killed, Elemental will destroy entire castle and everyone inside of it. Do we still have any of the methods with us? Mm. Yep, all of them. Um, 
can we still like <laughs> open their mouths like a phone and call Denise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? We all love Denise. Uh, hey, Denise. Yeah. Uh, so you you grab one of the the methods and you open his mouth and you just talking to it. into his mouth. Yeah. He says, "Yo, what up? Hey, how's my Vereen doing?" Uh, I'm gonna move the method so like it's a camera, like his <laughs> eyes, so she can see Vereen. <laughs> yeah, like at a Zoom call. Look, look at my cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, uh, "Vereen, we have to adjust some of the the torque on those tendons. The the throwing, you were throwing stuff there. That was all off last time." Yeah, but the the clotting's good at least. Yeah, well, let's not let's not try too much clotting if you can help it. Okay, 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 okay. I had a question. Shoot. What do you what do you know about p- plutonium? Mm. Uh, mm, yeah, one of the elements. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I tried obviously I told you about the different weaponized elements for my chimera. You know, you got the iodine, you got the carbon, you got you got iron, you got Yeah, I know all those things. So there's like a bunch of them that are really heavy and hard to find and they're they're extremely deadly, but it's like it's not really worth going through all the trouble because you touch them and you die. Plut- actually plutonium you can touch and not die. That's a weird thing about it. Did you know that? That's you can just you can hold it in your hand and you won't die. Uh, it has to reach something called supercriticality. You don't need to know anything about that. Uh, but if it's uh yeah uh, what are your questions? Uh, if, you know, whoops, accidentally, you know, came across some, you would, is there any way to, like, neutralize it? Uh, well, it depends on what form. If it's a small amount, uh, it's actually fine. Just don't eat it. Um, that would be my number one thing. Don't, don't eat it. That's what my- What if it's alive? Like, you know, like your hotel. Wait, the hotel is alive? No, you just got a lot of elementals in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if it's an elemental, that means it's sapient. It has its own mind. It has a language, uh, which means it controls when it goes super critical. Uh, so actually, if if it's your friend, it won't do anything. It's perfectly safe. But if you're a threat, uh, it, it can become radioactive. And I know that's not going to mean anything to you. It's invisible death lasers. Um, so don't make it mad. How, what do you know what would make it happy? <laughs> Uh, all elementals have their own personalities and likes and dislikes. They're, I mean, they're they're smarter than animals, but not as smart as me. Or I guess well, you. Is it anybody? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I forgot other people aren't animals sometimes. Um, no, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So my so here in order of importance, here are the things I would say. Uh, you won't die from touching it. Don't eat it. You will die if you eat it. Okay. Uh, don't make it mad or sad, or hurt. Basically, if you displease it in any way, it will hit you with invisible lasers and you will die. Um, but if, God, that's metal, though. <laughs> yeah, they're, fuck. <laughs> they're pretty cool. It's hard to weaponize, though. You know, it's just the, the super criticality is the important thing. Have you ever heard of the Demon Core? No, tell me all about it. Uh, it was a big ball of plutonium that people had in ancient times, and they were doing experiments on it, and it kept killing the researchers. Whoa. That's just a real thing I learned researching plutonium. Oh, that's that's cool. Is there anything it can't defeat? 
Any 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 strategies anyone has come up with for like deal? Because like, is there any way to like trap the thing or defeat the thing or stop the thing? Any armor we could have? Is there like a fun box that's made out of the rat thing? Maybe. Yeah. So I didn't do too many experiments into radioactivity because, as I said, it's difficult to weaponize any animal you put it inside to like make into a breath weapon. You're just going to irradiate it and yourself. Not really sustainable. So I haven't done that many radioactivity experiments, but I will say that theoretically there should be ways to shield it. Yes. Um, lead, maybe? Uh, uh, I can look into it and get back to you. I am looking at this farine data, though. So that's kind of my main thing right now. Do you have any lead that you can... We could just have? Teleport here? Like, if anybody has a teleport, it's gotta be you, right? We'll get Vareen to do, like, a bunch of jumping jacks for data <laughs> for you. Nah, this is a low, kind of low magic, low technology setting, so teleportation isn't really in the card. This is more of a planescape thing, you know? Okay, I know what you meant. <laughs> I recognize them words. Okay, but yeah, so uh, Denise tells you actually more inf useful information than I thought she was when I started talking. Uh, so the plutonium elemental the God King has is a bomb, a nuclear bomb. And if you fuck around, you will find out. Uh, but if you make it, because it has a mind, it can make choices, it has language, you could, friend. So you could socially defuse the bomb. Or if you have the technological <laughs> capacity, you can shield yourself from the radiation and then do something with it. Listen, some of us can talk to elementals. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. Let's. <laughs> that's, yep, that's. Lola, this is your greatest challenge yet. God. Well, and I'm like. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Like, can I, like, tell Vindros the, like, words and she just repeat, repeat them so that we don't have to be in the same room? Cyrano it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so that that's the question. Uh, the important thing you've learned here is that if you go onto the castle and you just fly into the throne room and start trying to fight an old man, he's going to kill you and everyone in the, you know, 20-mile radius, all the slaves, maybe, uh, you know, civilians and stuff. That's probably pretty rough as far – and, I mean, all of you will die. So you probably want to sneak onto the castle and make that your first priority before you rush the, the boss chambers. I feel like I could befriend uh you just need some loving. Give him some pets. Mm -hmm. Tell him he's a good boy. Alright, but that's that's what you get. So that's actually this has all been very successful. Uh Denise says, uh, is that a rash, buddy? Do you got do you need some cream for that or something? Um I you know, I assumed it was a bit of chafing. Ah, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's the the thigh muscles are a little bit, um, you know, uh, thicker than you know what I'm used to. I'm getting a little bit of drag, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of drag. Yeah, I see. I, I saw those spikes in activity, and I was like, "Wow, that he's really working out." And then I figured out that's not what you were doing, and now I'm just really impressed by the duration of all this data. No. Well, you know, that thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from a purely always... scientific perspective. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> Bye, we love you, and I'm gonna. Sven says hi. That's the message face. I'm just gonna clap its beak closed. Uh, so you hang up on Denise, and you're left alone with Duke Pendergrass, your favorite character, <laughs> whom you yeah. love. Yeah. 
uh, he's developing a, a black eye, I think. <laughs> Wait, somebody get the other one so it matches. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him again, his soul is still dancing. Hit him again! <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Duke says, All right, so that seemed productive. If you keep uh, plutonium elemental from killing civilians, uh, well, I, ca- I cannot help further, but this does sound better than alternative. Whoa, Duke, it's really rude of you to listen in on somebody else's call. Oh, uh, my apologies. I it was can't on believe sp- you're eavesdropping like this. Don't you understand privacy? The method was on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> the Memphis can only go on speaker. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, like, are you gonna be a fucking snitch? Are you gonna be a little bitch snitch? Uh, a snitch? No, of course not. I I only want what is best for people. People or yourself? I'm just. I am doing my best. I, I, I. I'm sorry. Well. Okay, that's good. Keep doing keep keep improving. I I must go now. I have I have to go find Amy and Claire and apologize apologize to them as well. No, I think you should stay here. <laughs> you, you think? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, when we find him, we'll tell him where to find you. All right. Uh so the party exits the library. Uh, you have convinced the Duke to stay and not go look for Amy, uh, which would have meant getting Belle and Amy's body back. Can 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 we go back and do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. I just don't trust the Duke to be let loose all free. Uh, okay, so we can do this in character. So if like, you leave the the library, Amy's out there floating, and she says, "Like, did he say anything about me? Did you uh, kick his did ass?" Say- he said he was gonna look for you, and I told him to stay here. Didn't didn't want to like send him looking for you unless that's what you wanted because like you're not in control of your body right now, and I didn't know if that was a thing we should check first. Uh, well, I thanks for the concern. I guess yeah, why not? He is a super powerful angel demon guy. Let him fly around and find my fucking body. Tell him to come to the. Do we t- do we tell him anything, or do we just pretend it's you in there? Oh, I. Uh, now he's gonna figure it out either way. So you could tell, you could just say that someone took my body and s- tell tell him to bring her to the where we're going, the Coliseum. All right, I'm gonna open the door and stick my head back in. Yell, hey, <laughs> never mind. Go look for Amy's body and bring it to where we're gonna be later. Yeah, Amy's Amy's here. We didn't tell you. We checked with Amy. Amy's cool with it. Amy's body's gone. You need to go find Amy's body. Oh, uh, you came back. Are we friends now? Yeah, just don't fuck up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, We're watching you on thin ice, buddy. Your friendship is conditional on success. <laughs> the Duke runs up and hugs you all. Uh, oh. just, he's like, yes, I am going to help, and then you will not punch my eyes. That's how it works, yeah. All right, I, I see you later. Bye. Uh, have have good day. You, you too, buddy. Uh, Amy go, like pops out as he flies off into the distance. She's like, what an asshole. <laughs> it's so hard, though, because you're like, oh, he's a fucking dick and he deserves all the punches. But then he's just so happy to be friends. It's like, damn, like a little boy, like a little kid. 
Imagine if you kicked Doran in the, oh, that, That's the wrong voice. Why am I doing? No! <laughs> Sorry, I love doing that voice so much. Amy says, imagine if you, when you opened the door and you saw him, you just riddled him with bolts and you didn't even get a word in edgewise. That would have been funny. Yeah, but it seemed a little cruel, you know? He wouldn't have fought back. He's a little bitch. Well, also, I don't. I think he would have just... Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure he'd just be like, okay, I am done. And I mean, he's pretty then, strong, but when I I fought him in the gore fields and he didn't leverage that to beat me when he could have, it actually clear took his ass out, so. Well, he's going to go find your body, I guess. All right. Let's go to the Coliseum. Uh, the, the party mounts back up and takes off. Um, I will say that the, the journey is pretty uneventful. Uh, the salt flats are lonely all the time, but when people are fighting for specific civilizations out here, like specific uh, livable space, there's nobody. Uh, there's nobody free to like patrol. Um, an important element of your whole plan is that the castle is lightly defended with people on the front lines. So um, when you passed through here before, I think we rolled stealth to sneak by some guards, if you recall. But like, there's mm. just nobody out here now. Oh, okay, cool. So I don't even have to use my pass of that trace yet. Nope. Uh, so uh, do you want to make any rolls or have any conversations as you approach? This is like the last travel scene, I think, of the campaign. So I think we need to make sure we're all on the same page here. Um, are we going to start by trying to befriend the elemental? Um, the question going in is we've got to try and get a sense of does this elemental know that they are damaging people around them and or that they could do that even stronger? Are they aware of that? And would that make them happy or sad? That feels like important information to gauge. Um, uh, my, my, I think I was thinking too is like, I can't imagine he's treated very well. I imagine he's probably trapped in a room. Lonely. What I made of the the what what was it called? Le, le, leard, le, leard? Laid? Uh, Laid. Uh, he's probably Laid. in the don't in the don't leave this room or everyone will die room. So like, well, he not everyone will die unless he's upset. I was gonna suggest we free them, but that is it safe to free them and not just have everyone die as a result. Oh, I mean, if it leaves and without exploding, because it's, it's only like it's not dangerous until it gets that. Okay, that's that's yeah. Maybe also a smart plan would be to try to hush hush on the damn low, evacuate all the slaves before. Yeah, yeah. I think if we let them know that there is some kind of invisible laser creature in the basement, that might be enough to evacuate. No pressure. If if we say, hey, there's a thing in the basement that might get unleashed that releases invisible death beams. Yeah, just be like, hey, you get before you get lasered. Death beamed. Yeah, death beamed. Who wa- Nobody wants to be death beamed. Yeah, death beam is a terrifying phrase. I'm pretty sure they'll run if we just say, hey, death beam's coming. It could be a cool, like, band, though. 
That sounds like a cool band. Okay, we have to make it clear to them it's not just a cool band. Hey, hey, did you hear? Death Death Beam's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think while Lola and Vindross have this conversation, uh, Zer uh, lands on... Uh, Vereen's shark horse just to rest because he's been flying, you know, on during the travel scenes, and he's just resting his wings a little bit. And he says, "Hey, bro, we haven't really talked much. Um, can I just say something? This is, might be a little weird. Can I just say it?" Uh, sure. I think you're cool, dude. I I just want to say, like, you know, uh, Vindross's ex. Uh, what you know. Uh, not the greatest guy. I feel like you're a step up for her. I saw you give her a staff present. That was pretty sick. Still looking for one for Lola. Um, also, this, this her, her ex, this last guy, he was always you know saying how he never killed anyone, and it kind of seemed like he was trying to flex on us that he was like better than us. But like I saw you kill the deacon, dude. That was sick. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying you have a cool you have you're a, you have a manly aura. You have masculine features. Uh, it's you're powerful. Cool. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I I'm really flattered. I am, um, but I'm kind of a you know one woman dude. Um, in a sort of a committed thing right now. Um, I'm just trying to support my friend Vindros. I just thought I'm just I'm giving you my approval. Listen, I'm kind of the dad of the group, so people come to me and they're like, you know, can I date your daughter? Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> he, he, he thinks you don't know the group dynamic well enough that you'd believe that. <laughs> it's not true at all. No, it's it's not. Aha. Uh-huh. And so Vindros is okay with you dictating some sort of like control over her personal life? That's. I hope you tell Vindros about this so she can menacingly loom. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna believe what Zer just tried to pull. <laughs> Zer doesn't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Zer, hey, uh-huh. hi. And he just, he's just like, I got your back, Vindras. Wink. I've been hearing some stories. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm welcome for you giving permission for me to be with people. Uh, it's more of approval. Anyway, I just Did I listen. just hear somebody say Zer's father? What? <laughs> no, what? I bought. Bye. I had to go fly. That's so fast. How did you do that? Um, what a shitty person. Uh, <laughs> I wish I didn't relate to Zer sometimes at all. So, so Lola, does does Zer expect you to call him Daddy too? I don't call nobody Daddy. I'm Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. I don't like any of these mental images that are happening. Hold on, sir. Oh, God. All right. So, um, just I guess the last conversation before we get to the Coliseum, uh, Staples uh, is going to rest on Bramwell's horse and uh, just say, hey, you got any... You got any crispy skin I could have? I haven't <laughs> snacked. I haven't snacked today. I just want to see if you got any cracklings. <laughs> Sorry. Bramble's going to be riding, and he's going to turn, and he's going to see Staples. He'll be like, I thought you died. 
Uh, yeah, I thought that a couple times too. You ever just wake up after a bender and be like, "Oh, sweet, it's hell." Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, finally, it happens. <laughs> it does happen, but now I'm still here. Oh, neat. So is that a no on the cracklings? <laughs> oh no, I don't have any crackling skins. I had a heart. I, I, you know what? You can have it. I guess no one else wanted it. Oh, I gave the heart away. Never mind. You can't have it. <laughs> also, I gave it to you in the first place. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Wait, which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bramwell. Uh, you're my favorite grandpa. <laughs> I'm not your grandpa, am I? Well, no, I don't. I mean, I never met my real grandpa. I, I, I did have a. There was a guy in the mafia who kind of took me under his wing. Um, I mean, I did end up eating his wing. It's a completely unrelated uh, thing. That. <laughs> sorry. No, no, carry on. I uh, could use the storytelling company. Also, I wasn't there when this happened, so all of this is new to me. Yeah, no, there's just this guy, he was, uh, you know, dipping his snoot in the till, you know, <laughs> stepping on drugs, taking the extra, and we had to, you know, do a little bit of the old murder. That's not really a euphemism. I was going to say something else, and then I just said murder. You're not a cop, are you? Uh, I suppose at one point I was by some fashion, but now I believe I'm a rebel rouser. I'm not really quite sure anymore. Sure, cop, you have to tell us. The point is, I don't care. <laughs> okay, cool. So I can just tell you my murder secrets. Yeah, uh, I guess it. Sure, go ahead. I'm gonna forget about them by the next time you fly around, anyway. <laughs> Sick. This is great. You're like an infinite confessional. I have some weird sex stuff to confess. <laughs> go ahead. It's all going to leak out the other side at some point. Oh, all confessionals infinite. It's like a living diary. Do they usually put limits in place? With a lock. I think, <laughs> in the theory, can, people you confess to are not supposed to share that information. In practice, that is absolutely not true. So it's the appeal of someone forgetting your stuff and not being able to spread it, which makes it an infinite resource. Yeah. Not the, not that like there's a five minute limit on the confessional. <laughs> you get like two visits a month. Yeah. I do like the idea of getting like a Disney fast pass for the <laughs> confessional. <laughs> Really? Or trying to speed run it, be like, forgive me, Father Price, and I have a fucking weird guy that's sucking fucked. I'll see you later. <laughs> Sounded like scouting. But with sucked and fucked in the middle. Do you mean that sucked and fucked? Uh, so, with that, Jesus. you see the Coliseum on the horizon as the party reaches uh, the, the staging ground for their infiltration. Uh, let us roll, uh, survival? Before that... Yeah? I like to, uh, cast Pass Without Trace on all of us. Crit 25. I also crit. Lauren <laughs> also crit. <laughs> My word. All right, so we have two crits here. Uh, I have to give you everything, which is, as you approach the Coliseum, you see that there are, you know, uh, trails in the salt from where skiffs approach, from where people come to see the games. This is where the upper class come to see the, the gladiatorial executions. So that's not strange, but there is uh, a fresh one and you see uh, a very specific skiff, 
with double crits, I'm just going to just say everything as explicitly as possible. You have seen this skiff before. It is the Abbot's skiff. Mm. Uh, the Abbot is the heir genie, the, the djinn who thinks you're on his side. And you can j- here's, what's, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, Lolo's like, oh, let's pass without a trace and sneak in. You can just literally walk up in this place and be like, yo, Abbot, what it is. We're here. We're friends. Uh, and you can just trick this guy. Uh, there's no need for this to get Hell yeah. complicated or bloody or even really difficult. Uh, you, you've, you've absolutely bypassed a lot of stuff that could have happened here by making the abbot your friend. I mean, under false pretenses against all probability (laughs) that should not have happened. We could do this campaign 50 times and that would never happen again. Um, and now with all these crits on the board, I'm going to be even more deferential. So you can, you can hit your, your shark horses up outside and walk in and just ask to speak to the manager and you, you have this. I'm sorry, this is unacceptable. I need to talk to a manager right now. Yeah. Uh, so we can we can actually like even skip ahead where it's just like you see the party get off their horses, tie them up. Yep. Uh, Vereen points out the abbot skiff and is just like, oh wow, we got this. Uh, Bramble has to do the talking because the as the knight, you're the one that's he thinks is in charge. But you just walk in, you ask a. A security person, I, I assume a Genasi in his retinue, where the where the boss is, and you're just taken right to the abbot. Uh, he waves you in. He he just says, "Hey, gentleman Bramwell, was it?" Ah, oh, good to see you there, lad. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough all over now. A lot of stuff going on, but I made that all right. Got out of Cynthia, you know. Good to see that you're safe, and I'm going to give him a reassuring slap on the side of the arm. Yeah, yeah, you guys do the the a masculine greeting, <laughs> no hugging between these these folks. Um, I don't know him that well. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly the thing. I think <laughs> I think if you tried to hug him, he'd be like, "That's a little weird." Uh, we have toxic masculinity in the in this racist military. Uh, but yeah, you give him a, a arm slap, and he gives he returns it and says, uh, "The God King has me here. Uh, you know, got to protect this place from the terrorists and all." But we're still putting on some games. I don't know if the big man's going to show up. Maybe if we have a, an exciting enough match and contestants, he'll show up. But uh, it's just kind of the same old, same old till we crush the rebellion for now. What are you in for? I uh, just coming back to receive new orders. Seems like there's chaos all over the place, so it's good to have a good chain of order here. Yeah, you can't be too careful, you know, with uh, deployments. The friar got taken by surprise. We got we got missing princesses out there, so uh, you don't want to make any move without checking first. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to meet the head honcho for a while. He'll probably be in when the, the, you know there's some exciting sport to be had out here. So, well, well this is a good place to grab a drink on the inside. In the meanwhile, yeah, yeah, he. he he rolls. Yeah. So his he's a whirlwind from the waist down. So he just kind of floats over to his personal bar here. Um, you know, you notice he's not normally the manager. He has been. It's like a military occupation now. Whatever civilian was in charge of this place before has been shuffled somewhere else. So he helps himself to this person's personal bar and pours you and only you a drink, with Lola, Vereen, and Vindros like standing there. Very obviously, he does not offer you anything. Uh, I would like to uh, have a taste. Uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, Bramwell, you are on the lookout for a very specific alcohol, 
Uh, this is not it, unfortunately. Oh. There's a slight little bit of disappointment in them. Yeah. <laughs> it's still nice, but it's not the legendary stuff that you're looking for. So Bram will go. He's going to down that drink like a fucking champ. Just one big old gulp like a fish. <laughs> and then he's going to turn to uh, Abbott. No, we killed him. That's Abbott. Which one is mm-hmm. it? Abbott? All right. He's going to turn to Abbott and say, you know, if you're looking for some good entertainment tonight, I think I know of quite the spectacle you could have on here. Something that you've never seen before. Oh, yeah? I mean, the boss only comes down for the the really high-level play, you know, the tournament-quality stuff. He's not going to show up for some scrubs. No, of course not. I wouldn't even suggest something of that nature. This is the top level of performance in this field. This will be Murder Mania. <laughs> oh no, Chris. I shouldn't have given we, you we've uh, already, agency over. We've already done the wrestle-arc. Uh, yeah, I know, but I was like, I have to pitch a fight, and my mind was like, well, I can't pitch one without just channeling Vincent McMahon. So, uh, you know, here we are. But this fight will be for real, unlike the wrestling arc in season four, which was a performance. Um, you all are going to have to hurt each other in front of a crowd. Uh, this is kind of the exact opposite of episode one, where you, you were in the arena fighting. You say that, but can we pretend to do it so that we don't actually do harm? Because, as was established prior, hurting hurting Bramwell isn't a good plan. Well, he won't be there. I can't imagine Bramwell will volunteer himself to go get be- beat up. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought all of us would do This was an all of us thing. Okay, that's fine, then. I mean, yeah, that's it would be pretty funny if Bramwell went down there and got owned, but uh, just fi- fictionally, it doesn't make sense no, for exactly. him to... exactly, hence my confusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, this is the exact opposite of the first episode where I th- you were all asked to fight and Lola made a big mist shield and hid inside of it and the crowd was so mad they threw junk at you. <laughs> I mean, if, if anyone's going to fight, I feel like my 21 AC makes me a good candidate for go do a fight. Let me just look up if I can cast bark skin on myself real quick. Um, but yeah, because because the abbot trusts Bramwell after those rolls in Absinthia, I'm not even going to make you roll to convince him. He's willing to let you put what he thinks is essentially your slaves into the pit uh, to do a, a, a match for the crowd. And if you do a cool enough job, the God King will come to the, to the Colosseum to see these uh, renowned fighters. And then you'll just sneak on board and stab him in the face. Yeah, exactly. easy peasy. It's me, lowly, lowly old insect who definitely isn't very good at not getting hurt. Oh, but oh, I've been sent to fight. What a shame. <laughs> so it says you touch a willing creature. If I'm a creature. You, you could touch yourself, yes. Yes. That's, God, that's... Chris, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the rules of D&D is you're allowed to touch yourself. <laughs> Stop mm-hmm. it. It's, a, it's actually rule one. Um, yeah, so, uh, there's no really need for any preamble, uh, the crowd, there's, like, a crowd watching a lowly exhibition match, just... Uh, there should be pyros, though, right? It, this is murder mania, so... What about air horns? Mm-hmm, yep. Fireworks, pyro, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Everyone feel free to paint me a picture of this, but, uh, the, po- the point is that you all need to actually fight this time, or else you'll have to keep doing it over and over again until you convince the audience that you're good at this, because last time they did not like what you did. <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, shoot arrows into this guy, like, if I was shooting a gun, um, because I feel like that's intimidating, maybe. Like, pew, pew! Yeah. 
Oh, you know what's fun is we could have since Bramwell isn't going to be fighting, he's going to be up in the box with the Abbot. You could even do the the ring announcing uh, Bramwell for like introducing Lola Beans or you know whatever you want to gloss that. That could be fun. Mm. No, I need something cooler. Yeah. The the gamekeeper. <laughs> oh. From parts unknown, because we actually don't really know where she's from, <laughs> the gamekeeper. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> That's actually what most wrestlers say in their entrance. They go to the camera and they say, I'm not here to make friends, and then they point. But you can see in their eyes they <laughs> really want to make friends. <laughs> like they're all lonely, right? We all yeah. are. Uh, I think I think Vindras enters uh, obviously via via quarterstaff broomstick uh, makes quite a sort of flashy display of flying in doing some loops very sort of like ah look at me I'm very flashy pay attention to me I am definitely not just going to avoid getting touched at any point yeah I mean the audience jeers at you as a Thrykreen one of the marginalized people in in this uh, totalitarian regime that you are instantly a heel. Yeah, but I'm a heel who's playing it up like, yeah, everyone loves me. I'm a heel who doesn't know they're a heel. Do you have a cool name? Vindras the Definitely Terrible. Arsho <laughs> <laughs> Herring from Parts Unknown. The Vindras the Very Terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm so bad and very hateable. Boo! <laughs> Boo! That's right, Arnie! <laughs> when does this turn into glow? Every one of you is right to have such terrible opinions about me, for sure. <laughs> I would give anything to see her brought down a peg. Isn't that right, audience? <laughs> oh, no, I'm I'm just realizing I'm the easiest to, 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 to avoid taking damage, but I really need to be the one that takes the fall, probably. Well, but that's why you... Yeah, although, you... Although, yeah, if I, if I win, that does create some chaos and some attention, I suppose. Yeah, people in the audience have signs that say, like, bug, go home. What? Where did they how get did they... those? What? Like, how did they, did they know? Them we were... them? <laughs> oh, they just keep them with them all the time. They're, just, they're ready to tell bugs to go home. Yeah, I was going to say that, or the, since they're genosity, it means they have, usually have uh, innate magic, so they can do a little minor illusion on a blank sign they always bring. I prefer the idea that they just had the sign. I I, I don't know if I prefer the thought that they brought the signs from home just hoping, or if like the stadium just happens to have these under every chair just, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it's gonna happen. They keep them in their pockets, like all the Genasi, they're like, just in case. I like the idea that the Genasi have this ability to put it on a blank card, but they still come with a printed one. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, they really are racist. Well... Well, so Vereen is gonna come out um, coolly, calmly, waving to the crowd with upper arms, keeping the lower arms tucked in until he's halfway in, and then raise those up, start waving with those as well. (laughs) Yeah, a hush goes over the crowd. They've never seen anything like you, and they don't even know how to be racist to you. There are no slurs yet. It's great. I'm sure they'll invent some today. I'm in that sweet spot of actually causing legitimate fear <laughs> before it's determined that there's really no harm from me and the, the, the fear all becomes illogical, illegitimate fear. What's Vereen's name that uh, they're going by? Uh, the Uniquity. 
Okay, hold on. I had to write that. Down. <laughs> the uniquity, like yeah. uniqueness. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. What's happening here? This is supposed <laughs> to be a one-on-one match. We have a mystery third combatant into this, and from parts unknown, <laughs> the uniquity. I'm sorry for everyone's ears. Wow, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh-huh. Do you all want to roll initiative? Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, while, while the three of you enter the Coliseum in front of this crowd, who's much more hyped now than they were watching the Scrubs before. Fourteen. Sixteen. The Abbot and Bramble are up in their box, and he's, like, you know, bringing some, you know, actually probably has servants, like, bring you food and so forth. And Cigars like, and brandy? Huh? Cigars and brandy? Yeah, exactly. He's just, like, showing off how, like, powerful and cool he is now that he's been left in charge of this, and he's, like, trying to impress you, Bramwell. Oh, that's very nice. Although I, I, I apparently have to do running commentary. I was about to say I'm really crossing my fingers for a crit here because the roll twenty took like a minute to roll the dice for me for initiative. Uh, complete opposite end of the scale. I got a botch. Got a one. Uh, Vereen is going to attack Lola. Can can we roll to make it look like we've done damage while minimizing the actual damage, or do we do we have to do the damage? Uh, twenty, twenty one, and twenty three. Oh, those all hit. Uh, it's only twenty nine damage. Cool. No, sorry, sorry, twenty seven. My bad. <sighs> okay, so actually, I, I've got a. I'm gonna do something a little fancy. Um, I'm gonna do my two shots at Vereen, and then I would like to, if I'm allowed, I would like to use Bradley to try and, like, uh, grapple hook Vendross out of the sky. Ooh. Ooh. So, who doesn't love a little grapple hook, right? That's a good time. Yeah. Okay, so, do-do-do-do. And you're a human. Are you a humanoid if you have so many arms? I think technically yes. I'm, I mean, I have yes. legs at the bottom, arms in the middle, head at the top. I feel like that's humanoid. No, I meant for Marine, but yes, also, you're a humanoid. Yes, yeah. All right, so I get plus two. Uh, 21 and 23. Both of those hit. And that's 18 damage. Okay. Um, would I roll, like, dexterity? Or would it be like uh stroll and attack? Let's roll an attack. Yeah, I'll just roll like it's an yeah. attack. Okay. Um, let's see if I can pull pull that there bug out sky. Probably not, but I don't know. Twenty nine. Uh, yeah, twenty nine is probably gonna get me. I got your your I got your I got your broom. Wait, yeah. Oh, you're taking my broom, are you? That's how you're coming. That's how I'm getting you out of the sky. Cause it's like, ooh. Spicy drama. Okay, okay, okay. Someone's not playing around. <laughs> of course, of course. All she's done now is bring you immediately within range. <laughs> That's fine. It's supposed to be exciting. So here's the plan, and I'm gonna I'm gonna communicate this over to Lola. If I summon some spirit guardians, and you, I can make spirit guardians deliberately not injure someone. Oh. 
what if I, if you pretend to be hit by it while I do a little cure wounds on you and you play up the injury and the spirit guardians were real, but you are healed rather than injured? Okay, so I was saying you'd have to roll, but brain thinking kobold, one of the kobold like features, is groveling. So, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'll grovel. I love to grovel. Okay. Um, so Vindras is gonna... Ah, uh, um, uh, I can't do that in the same action anyway. Well, that's fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna summon up those spirit guardians, and I'm gonna make them as thrycreen as possible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really play up to, aha, I'm not alone, the thrycreen villainess here. I have brought my gang of thrycreen with me. <laughs> <laughs> Which of us is the real one? Who even knows? There's so many of us, it's terrifying. Oh god. Oh no, there's so many. How how will a little lizard ever survive? Ah! Ah! Return my possession. It's mine. I deserve it. For I am powerful. And presumably <laughs> at this point the crowd is very angry at, at this occurrence. Bravo's gonna be like... Iniquity immediately busts out of there, wielding some strange weapon with an unbridled fury. The game master's on the ropes, but that low-down cowardly Vinzos the Terrible is hiding in the air. The game master brought her to her heels. Oh, but this sorcery is now afoot. Will the game master be able to recover from such devious tactics? Oh, boo, Vinzos the Terrible. They're a goddamn coward. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. So Vereen is going to pull the uh, Hecbo arrows out of him and toss them aside and uh, march on Lola. Uh, <laughs> slow and with some vicious mockery. Roll 20, are you going to be my friend today? No, I rolled an 8. Okay, well, it's, it's 1d4 psychic damage, and you uh, get... So it's uh, it's 4 psychic damage. Okay. And uh, you get disadvantage on your next attack roll. Okay. So maybe you won't hurt one of us so bad. <laughs> this is all working out great. <laughs> all right. Um, so... So, so, um, uh, Vereen is, is, uh, laying down some threatening heel, you know, and now your time has come and the moment of your demise is upon you, sort of shit, playing it up in, in concert with Vindros. All right. Also, I bet your animals are hungry. That felt... I feed them very well. I'm a good mother. What are you talking about? <laughs> that felt so personal. <laughs> um, so I would like to, uh, since you've insulted my parent, my parenting, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you again. Uh, they're both gonna hit. Eleven damage. Okay. No one's attacking the Thrycreen. The, the clear villain here is just stood here like, oh, you two fight amongst yourselves. Sure, okay, fine. Ah, so it plays into it. Well, I was trying to present the appearance that we were ganging up on you, uh, Lauren, and so... 
Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah, you're 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 on Team Thrycreen. Aha. Uh -huh. Team Forehand. Forehands. See, it's pretty clear. Team Forehands. Okay, I'd like to imagine that up in the stands now, some of the signs that were like "Go away, bug person" have been brought down and like scribbled over, and now they're "Go away, forearms." <laughs> is there a chant? Forearms is too many. <laughs> Why don't we have more? Two arms good, four arms bad. <laughs> Six arms we haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just gonna be pathetic on the ground as I was. Uh, the personal insults. I can't believe I'm being jumped. Uh. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try and create a moment of big drama for the crowd here. Um... So Vindras is going to stand side by side uh, with Vareen, like, yes, aha, the two of us, we shall gang up on this one defenseless person together. Psych, last minute unexpected, turn and hit you with that spirit guardian. Uh, but it's a classic betrayal! Exactly, it's the dramatic, like, oh no, oh no, it's a team up, oh, oh no. Can't trust, can't trust Vindras with anyone. She's attacking, she's attacking everyone. False alliances. Uh, so I'm gonna need you to do a roll of some kind. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. You can take a hit, right? Uh, let's see here. 18. Uh, you take half damage, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Uh, right. It's gonna be a real good thing. Okay, so you take nine damage. Vereen Are you goes still alive? Down. Oh. No. Oh, I thought you had slightly more than that. Didn't you say you- I had you three hit points. Didn't you say you took uh, hit dice before this fight? Oh, I did. It's been a long fucking arc. It's been a long arc. Ah, well, my apologies for misjudging your health there. I thought you could survive a dramatic heel turn attack. No. But, you know, you're definitely getting bad guy points. Iniquity is using some sort of strange magic getting inside the head of the Game Master. Oh, but the Game Master's trying to fight back just barely. Oh, but it's a two-on-one! What is this? Is this some sort of unholy alliance born of these two? These two individuals- Oh no! Oh, Vindros betrays! You can never trust her! This is why she is so terrible! Oh, by God almighty, everything is falling apart! <laughs> the abbot turns to you, Bramble, and goes, Damn, you have a knack for this. The crowd is eating it up. Oh, it just yeah, it came to me. Do you, do you have a lozenge? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does have a lozenge. Some hot tea oh, with right. lemon and honey. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, he, at, at his beck and call, just a, a fleet of people to bring you stuff. Um, so I guess I'll shoot Vendros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like my only move I got. Uh, I'm just going to do two. A 28 will hit. Um... <laughs> Six damage. Okay, okay. Um, I'm still like on the ground crying. Okay. Uh, I think this is gonna be Vindros's turn. Uh, Vindros is gonna walk over to Vareen's body and use cure wounds to bring them back up. Do you guys do the predator like? 
uh, loudly declaring, Go stand with the other one. Maybe together you can provide a good fight. Alright, well then. Yeah. For, for, oh, how many hit points do I have? Uh, oh, yeah, you get, you get max, yes. It's because you get max is why I didn't roll it, but then I forgot to check oh. what max was. Um, so that's, uh, eight plus, uh, seven. You got 15. Okay. Cool. Good enough. Yeah. You, you right, are well, suitably back on your feet. Well, I hadn't used rage. Um, <laughs> and I might as well use frenzy. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give him a show. Um, well, one's a botch, but one's a crit. Yeah, you've got, you've got a 23 that hits, you've got a 27 that's a crit, you do also have a botch in there somewhere. I was going to say, one of his extra arms just clocked me in the jaw. <laughs> yeah. I get her on the backswing. Oh, no, not like a bitch. Yeah. yeah. How's... How's about we resolve it like this? We we make the twenty three the regular hit. Um, go back on on Lola. This is a a counter move, a move that sort of turned around back on. We sort of grab the arm and twist it round, but the crit does hit me. All right, all right. Maybe Works work it me. that way. I like it that way. So I take a big hit, and the 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 small hit will probably be enough to take Lola down, and we might get a surprise win from Vreen, depending on how the numbers play out. No, I don't think I'm going to do that much damage. Um, that seems unlikely, but... Alright, well... Lola... It's going to take ten. I'm down. Okay. Because <laughs> I had nine. And... Vindros <laughs> is also going to take ten. Ah! Ah! Uh, uh, um... V Vindros is gonna is not gonna respond at all to the hit. It's not not even knocked back at all, just tanks it, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Your friend's down. <laughs> can my can my animals fake cry over my body? <laughs> yes. Of course. Like, they make little side oh. noises. They know, it, they know what the deal is. I meant, I should have declared reckless attack. That's the thing I was thinking I meant to do. Oh, do, well. do, do you want to do it now? No, because it's just a no, lot more rolling. It's like, my animals This result's like, oh. better. <laughs> sad, I lose. A game master. She has nothing left, but she is still valiantly trying to. A good shot to the face, but that is not going to be enough to put down Vindros. Oh, what is Vindros doing? Oh, she's she's bringing back Uniquity just to just to disgrace them further. This is this is disrespectful. This has no place in the sacred halls of murder mania. Oh, Uniquity is going to try a flurry of blows, but down goes the game master. Is anyone going to be able to stop the reign of Vindros the Terrible? No, they aren't. <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. I think I think I think we're just gonna end this. I think we I think we take the villain win, uh, the villain win, and hope that that causes the requisite amount of chaos. Um, <laughs> Vin Vindras, I was like, are you guys gonna like drag my body out of this? <laughs> uh, I, I think Vindras is gonna sort of fly fly up into the air with her gaggle of other th flying Thrycreen and just. Skim real low across the ground, smack right into Vereen. Not gonna pass. Not gonna pass. This is probably gonna do enough damage to do the thing. Yep.
13. Yay. Okay, no. that's a, that's a, no? No. You gave me 15. <gasps> oh, you're still on your feet. <laughs> still on my feet. Oh. Uh-huh. Come on, pull uh-huh. back a dramatic upset. <laughs> All right, well, okay. <clears throat> so uh, now I'm going to do reckless attack. Um, this is a lot of rolls now. I regret it already. <laughs> no, that's not right. God damn it. Sorry, fucking roll 20. I keep screwing up. Sorry. Okay, 26. Uh, 26 will hit. 26 that's, hits. That's also, All right. that's also a crit. Oh, it is a crit. Yeah, that's a crit. Yeah. Okay, so one you've crit. Got, you've got a crit and a botch. <laughs> No, that's that, that's that's second die. I have advantage on all my attacks, so the, oh, the botch is oh, cancelled and just oh, the crit fun. remains. Mm. Yeah, so this is now roll two. Uh, 22. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. <laughs> Attack three. Oh my god. Uh, 11, or 18. Uh, 18's not gonna hit. Uh, 22. That's gonna hit. Also hits. So Alright, so three, attacks three that are and hit. one of them's a crit. A crit, so. yeah, so that's yeah. We'll start with the crit. Uh, so it's 26. And okay. then two more. Uh, no, 25. So that's uh, 51 damage. <laughs> uh, you have taken me down. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Yeah. I think this is a very... This is the, the finish the audience probably wants. Whew. We did it! Our hero shaky on 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 their feet uh, defeats the evil evil Vareen. Uh, it defeats the evil Zindras. <laughs> With literally two HP left and a crit that was only possible because the murder sign crits on nineteen. Yup. <laughs> ah. And see, this is why this works so well. Is now the the cockiness of of Vindras has been her anime undoing for the for the for the audience to see. Vindros are terrible, just toying with the iniquity right now. This is over! They're down! It's done! Wait, no! They kicked out! It was over! The iniquity is still standing! And a flurry of slashes! Down goes Vindros! The victor of murder mania! The boyhood dream comes true! Iniquity! The audience is absolutely losing their minds. They don't know what Vereen is, so they're not they're not like hundred percent like thrilled about your appearance, but they know they hate Thrycreen, so <laughs> they're letting it roll for now. They think maybe they think you're like a, a, a Genasi in some kind of suit or something, like Mantor. Mm. Maybe you're like the you're like the good uh, the good alternate twin of the Thrycreen. We've got the Thrycreen and we've got their their good counterparts. <laughs> oh my god. But they're absolutely thrilled at this turn of events. I really thought this was going to be like Vindros wreaks so much havoc. There's like a, a backlash against this uh, heel wrestler, and the 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 God King has to come see you get owned. But now I think just I, like the, I, the, the, the I prefer how this played out. <laughs> um, and there's just Vereen left in the middle of the ring with everybody clapping. Um, there was a vision of your internal mind palace earlier when Weaver was trying to teach you psionics of all these people like grasping all over you and like i think you discussed like a pyramid of like writhing bodies and that's like this is kind of a wholesome (laughs) reflection of that (laughs) it's just all these people surrounding you in this in this building but it's all like it's a good non-horny vibe and all i had to do was knock my girlfriend unconscious i mean she knocked you unconscious first 
I'm just not sure we've taken the right lesson from this. <laughs> um, yeah, the abbot claps Bramwell on the shoulder and says, wow, that really was good. What is that guy? Oh, that's the mystery. Contraville now got to keep, got to keep kayfabe. <laughs> oh, I respect it. I understand the biz. You, we're doing a shoot right now, right? Yes. Or maybe this is a shoot work. Who knows who's part of the act? <laughs> I need a drink and another lozenge. <laughs> okay. I need like, give me like 40. <laughs> yeah. So after the crowd like dies down, you know, people come out and like workers take Lola and Vindross's body back to the locker room where this all started. Varine can walk under his own power. But eventually uh, you are led back to the room where it happened. You see. Shut up. <laughs> you see that where the wall was blown apart by clear, it has now been like patched up, but like a kind of a half-assed way uh, where it's just like they put some cheapo materials in there and just kind of painted it over. And it's like not this, the sturdiest looking wall. And it's just like this huge, obvious mark of where your journey started looming over you as you like towel off and clean the blood out of your do, do we get fur. Long rest. Yep. So yes. All... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry about leveling up right now because uh, we still got a little bit more uh, episode to go. But yes, this is you're all going to be fully healed, which is why you could totally go all out during that fight. Oh, yes. oh thank God. That's why I was just I was like, did he get us? Did he get us like that? No, you wouldn't. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. We should beat up our friends more often. It was fun. <laughs> this is again not the right lesson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what do you all talk about? Like, you're sitting in this room, you're all beat to shit and tired, but happy. This It worked. Your plan worked perfectly. The castle is going to pull up, you're going to sneak on, and uh, you're going to end this rebellion. Oh, I'm so tired, y'all. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't go too hard on, on that. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, Green's probably still get oh. arrows in his, in his abs. So. Yeah, it hurts. It all hurts, but it's gonna be fine. And worth it, right? Like, this is the pro move. We did what we should have. It is rare someone kicks my ass that good, Vereen. You're gonna have no problem when we're fighting the, the, the God King. You're, you're, you, they, they, their crystal puppet was a piece of piss compared to you. Oh, just, I hurt a lot. That's yeah. why I like to attack from a distance away. Usually. Do you all want any lozenges? <laughs> what kind of lozenges? I have like six still. Do you have Do you have a lo- lozenge, but like for all of my all of my bodily aches? Oh, you want gin? Yeah, we got some of that too. <laughs> okay, I'll take some gin. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna pass a couple drinks around. Let's get drunk. Let's get blotto. <laughs> so do you all have a locker room party in here? Yeah. I think so. Unts, 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 yes. Um I think yeah, I think Amy and Zur and Staples eventually show up too and they they're getting rowdy with you. Uh I think Zur says like somebody sing something. Stop that. Sing, uh, sing, sing, sing. No. Oh, when the wellerman comes God to bring damn it. sugar and tea and rum. Oh, something, something, something. <laughs> Something, something, something. Something. Yo, something. Oh, uh, let's harmonize. Ah. Ah. Ah.
Good effort. Good effort. Yeah, I think we nailed it. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be, you know, reshared on TikTok any day now. <laughs> What's a TikTok? Sound a clock makes. <laughs> What's a clock? Do we know what clocks are? We probably know what clocks are, right? You've heard ancient stories. They're mythical to you. Ooh. Have y'all... I know I'm getting a little rowdy, but I swear it's true. Y'all ever heard that, like, people used to have these, like, plates? And it, like, told you how long it'd been since a different time? Yeah, but I mean, why would you need that? You just look up at the sky, the sun, perfectly good. I... Like yeah, just lay down, chill out. Time has no meaning. Yeah, it sounds like if you had if you had those plates, you'd you know you'd soon start inventing like schedules, and you know that sounds like a bad road. What's a schedule? Grandma is going to uh, hide the gin from Ola at this point. He, he he thinks he needs to cut her off. I'm not a child. I'm just very short. I think that's very rude. Do you think after? Oftentimes, when I was back in my mercenary days, we'd share drinks right before a big event. Oftentimes, it ended up being the end of that particular group, usually because most of us died. Do you think, is this going to be the last run of the wolf pack? I think it's not cool for you to take the gin away and then follow (laughs) it up with that. (laughs) No, you still... You still have a little in your cup. I'm just going to pour water into the cup. <laughs> I'm a grown woman. I'm not a child. I'm I, just short. I think that so long as Bramwell, you don't throw yourself in front of un- any unnecessary bullets or anything. Let, let, let us be the meat shields. I think we could all come out of this fine. It's, we got... You know, we got a lot of good people on our side to help. I'd like to think this isn't the last run. I mean, like, even if, you know, even after we do the damn thing, like, it's still probably fun to travel together and stuff. I don't know. Maybe maybe we all, like, live in a big house. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we all live in a big house. Maybe we get a reality show. (laughs) No, it's a wholesome one. Reality show houses are not wholesome. It's it's a nice reality show house. It's the it's behind behind the fights. It's the sort of ah, what what do they get up to when they're not doing big combat in an arena? Just like ma- making cookies and yeah, doing puzzles or something. <laughs> well, however it may go, I believe this has been a good way to spend my golden years. I assume they called them golden because you get money at some point. <laughs> Oh, I, I'd like for it to start being my golden years then. <laughs> Zer says, we can all get money if we go looking for Dwayne's treasure. <gasps> he would not like you talking about it like that. Zer, you are my friend, so I will ignore it this one time. But if you ever insinuate harm against Dwayne or Dwayne's property ever again, <laughs> I will see you buried in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I found you lot by, by, by accident somewhat, it's been real lovely traveling with you all. I certainly don't feel like I've wasted my time. I mean, I don't even know what else I'd be doing. I've met more animals and like 
And I have y'all friends who aren't just animals. That, okay, just animals is not the way to say it. Because I'm like, animals are best. But for all the creatures that aren't animals, y'all are my favorite. That's very kind, considering who you are. <laughs> exactly, that's why I phrase it that, that way. Means quite a lot, honestly. I'm, I'm rather touched. <laughs> well, you know, it would touch be really touching to me is if you... Stop filling my cup with fucking water. No, no, you've had, uh, you, you know, that's the good gin I'm putting in there. That's I, why it's so clear through. It just tastes like water. That's what the best gin tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Staple says, you know what I can really go for? Back in Harp City, there was this, like, uh, designer drug that the, the insect folk were, were pumping through the streets. That shit was wild. You ever had any of that? No, does, has anybody here had any drugs from Harp City? Varee reaches back into his pouch and pulls out a sack and tosses it oh, to shit. Staples. What's this? Do y'all want to roll Constitution to do bug drugs? Yeah. Um. As 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 the bug in the party, yes. Do we know that we will have time to like come down from this and not be like still fucked when the God King shows up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna take time for the story to get back to the God King and then for him to drive over. So you're fine. This is just... seven. I need to lay down. <laughs> uh, Sixteen. I can handle my bug drugs. Does this count as poison? Yes. Oh wait. <laughs> okay. Am I immune to poison? Fourteen. No, I think that was Cordelia. Uh, sixteen. All right, I was looking for fifteen, so it looks like uh the dwarf and the thrycreen save, which makes sense. Dwarves are notably hardy, and this is uh, designed for for thrycreen to take. But Lola and uh, Vereen are knocked on their asses. Uh, so in my mind, this is kind of like a, a deliberately a form of the stuff they use to kill bugs. You know, like when they fumigate a house. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, so it probably doesn't hit like an edible then. Or it's up to you. What do you think? This, <laughs> what, what is this like, Lola? What, can you narrate for me a trip? Okay, listen. As somebody who has had edibles, uh huh, um, and been too high from them, you're you're good. You're having a great time for like a couple hours, and then you can like you're very aware. For me, I'm very aware of my lungs and their existence. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, oftentimes you, you might find yourself pinned to the floor and unable to move your body yep. off of that floor. <laughs> Lauren loves the story she tells about me where I couldn't move for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the one where you ordered that food and then you cried. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. Thanks. Because I gave you too much food. I ate too much food and I cried and I couldn't get it up. If Vereen is struggling to move at all, um, Vindras will be using uh, some of the trip to be like, it's okay, I'll look after you. It's okay, I'll, I'll make sure you have a good time. I'll move you for you. <laughs> Lola's face down in the ground. I actually did have to do that for a girlfriend in college. Oh. Yeah. That was a weird day. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zur and Staples like, start hanging from the ceiling. Like Zur is like a bat, so that makes sense. But Staples just sees him and just joins him, like for drug logic reasons. But eventually, they just lose their grip and like land on a pile of people in the center of the room and just kind of lay there, splayed out. I'm a butt. <laughs> I'm a church. I'm a butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm a butt. I think Vindros is using this time to draw some real abstract art. <laughs> just paint the inside of the locker room. 
Uh, Amy can't get high, so she's just floating over your shoulder, Vindros, and looking and you know watching you do art. And she says, "Wow, you're really good at this, huh?" I honestly have no idea right now. Is this is this one blue? I think that's blue. It smells like blue. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, if you really think about it, you're high because you're flying in, in the high up. If you, if you think about it, Amy. I don't know if this is the best time to bring this up because your brains are all melting, but um, I don't know if I'm going to be queen after this. Oh. Is, is it because oh. of the talk what? we had? You weren't going to be queen? Well, it seems like even if I get my body back, I've lost the support of the moles and my my guy, Corton. That's it. Carl? Carl or Corton? Carlton. He's- that guy seems like a dick. <laughs> he, had, he had a cool dance, though. I mean, he was really hot. You got to give him that. But without him, I can't. I don't have the support of that block of people. The, a lot of Genasi are going to see me as a traitor. Uh, I don't know who will support me now. Let's open a farm. <laughs> like a... a- like a big farm. Yeah, you like I to can't farm. Can we the side of the barn? And then there'll be there'll be animals in there. <gasps> I do like oh, animals. You grow vegetables. Yeah, the animals. I can grow <gasps> the animals grow on the fish. outside that are on the inside. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would help me open a farm. Oh, I would. Uh, you know, I'm just, I like farms. I would do anything in my power to help you. She seems genuinely touched by this, having only really ever g- gained affection, uh, you know, through her station and authority or through impressing her father in some meaningless military way. Bumble sloths everywhere. You, you don't have to be angry to be nice. In fact, they're, they're sort of opposite words. <laughs> <laughs> she says, everybody, everybody's let me down. I mean, I never really, my mom left. I mean. <sighs> stole your body, you said. My, yeah, she stole my body. That's bad parenting. That is bad parenting. That's naughty. Clear abandoned me. My stupid dad. You know who won't abandon you? Who? It's animals, and I put Sandra like through her, <laughs> through her ghost. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot you can't pet right, right now. It's a, I like it in I like inside my body though. I don't I like the way that sounded when I said it out loud. <laughs> I don't like the way it sounded either. I like the beer near the animal ectoplasmically. Thank you. They're yeah, the vibes are good. Okay, I'm gonna sleep now. She just quietly says to the the chicken fox, she's like, you've never abandoned me. (laughs) Oh, God. Should we give her another? (laughs) Just just pile a bunch of animals in a pile that she can float near to. Yeah, listen, someday I've heard tale of, like, a little little box you can go in and just, like, there's puppies everywhere. We should go find it. The puppy box? <laughs> yeah. It's like a pet store or something. <laughs> okay. I've, I've heard tell that they go, Oh. 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 
Zara says, Wolfpack. Oh, Claire, Claire hears. Does she see she know? Hey, Claire. I uh, hear us. It's uh, this uh, wounds for you. Oh, oh. oh. it's a wounds for you. <laughs> um. So as people begin to go to sleep, uh, wind down, finish their paintings, and so forth, uh, I think everyone should roll perception. <sighs> Do you get advantage because we're sleeping? I like the idea we'd get advantage for sleeping. Thank you. That's how I was just being an asshole. I got an 18. 12. I got a 9. 19. Okay. Uh, so 19. Vindros, you got the highest. So you you didn't uh, get... Uh, I didn't get knocked on my ass too much. Yeah. So you're vibing at a really uh, good level. I think <laughs> this, this is just the weirdness of the dice that the the thrycreen drug it hits you in such a beneficial way but you handle it and then it actually you roll the highest so you are on this like plane of feeling good feeling creative and loose but also vibrating spiritually at a frequency which is uh unique to you you've never quite felt something like this um it's like your third eye is open and you're seeing and feeling things you've never felt before in particular you sense psionically um, something like a heartbeat uh, just in in the distance or not even the distance really like somewhere nearby it just feels like the world has a heartbeat Vindras is going to sit there and quietly try and draw what she's feeling she's going to try and draw like the, the heartbeat line hmm yeah, 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 like an automatic writing kind of thing. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I feel like I've seen something like this before where someone had a, a telepathic powers. Isn't this a Doctor Who premise where someone... It it might be. I don't know. I feel like there's a Doctor Who episode where a, a little girl does art like this. Um, but yeah, why don't you uh, roll me uh, just your proficiency with artistic supplies, so D20 plus proficiency. Okay. Uh, come on. 21. Perfect. So you're feeling this heartbeat. It's like the, the stadium itself, uh, but not, not as an organism, like the, not like the building is alive, but like the stadium as it represents some kind of world soul. It's like bump, 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 and it's calling to you, and you just start drawing. You're just painting like what you feel as you're high, and what comes out uh, like subconsciously from this art session is a painting of the hallway in, below the stadium, uh, but specifically of a door, which says, uh, employees only. Oh, shit. Is this... Hmm, is this our, our radioactive friend, maybe? He's a guy we gotta befriend, yeah. Um, you've been in these tunnels before. In fact, I think in episode two, uh, I had you roll to navigate the tunnels beneath the stadium, and you failed, and so I had you run into the executioner. Hmm. Uh, but if you had succeeded, you might have seen this door. But uh, with your great roles, Vindros, you can you can go find this door in this in this stadium. Yeah, yeah. If if I'm not gonna get in trouble for doing so, I'm I won't go find this door. Yeah, Vindros, you get up. Everyone else is like gone to sleep. They're feeling good. They're vibing. Uh, like the smell of <laughs> gin and uh, drugs in the air, and you just kind of wander through the dark, empty hallway until you you turn a corner and you see a door marked employees only. Um, I'll say if it, this is actually there's another level to this if you're a football fan because there's this uh, rumor that uh, 
Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones built a like I don't know crypt underneath Cowboy Stadium. Chris, you're aware of this, right? No, I've never heard this. What? He's so <laughs> fucking old and so evil and so rich that there's like this rumor. That oh, they think they're gonna bury him there. Exactly. Yeah. Like a fucking mausoleum. I. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. But that would be so unnerving. Yeah. It's absolutely not true, but it's just a thing I've heard people say. Also, the Giants won the first game ever in that stadium. So, you know. Owned. Um, Eli Manning carved his name into the locker room. It was great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's kind of what I'm drawing on here is that there's like a secret room underneath the stadium. um, And the door is locked, but you feel confident that there's nobody around. What do you do, Vindros? Uh, I want to try and telepathically reach out to whatever's behind this door, if there's something in range that I can reach. Oh, Vindros, the things you choose to do. You No, yeah. this is bad. No, uh, so you reach out psionically to the other side of the door and try to make touch, like, touch the mind of whatever's on the, whatever's in this room. It's like nothing you've ever sensed before. It's, it's like... You see like hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of faces. You feel like their their hands reaching out for you. You hear uh, you know thousands of voices. Uh, all these minds reaching out and touching yours. It's like you're being like in a mosh pit, but not violent and angry. It's just so many souls, so many people. Uh, it's just an overwhelming, but not hostile uh, surge. Um, oh my god! Yeah. I don't know. It's not, I'm not the one there. I don't want to steal it with Slender. Oh no, go ahead if you think you've 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 is, had an insight. Is that all the all the people's potential? Oh shit! <laughs> they just shoved everyone's potential in just like a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dark turn for the first murder mania now. <laughs>